Welcome to Virtue's Brand of Wrestling here on BigVito.com and the Big Vito brand. And I am here to talk about a couple things today. Now, obviously, it's always about wrestling, and I will get to that at the end. Maybe talk a little bit about the fallout from Super Showdown in Australia. However, before that, I would like to be a movie critic, so to speak, just for a little bit about this recent movie that came out this past Friday called The Church, starring our very own Big Vito LaGrasso. Now, it also had Clint Howard, everybody knows him as Ron Howard's brother, Bill Molesley, which is a horror movie icon, Chop Top, um, Otis Driftwood, I think Dr. Satan, I'm not exactly sure, from the Devil's Rejects, uh, Rob Zombie movies. And, of course, Lisa Wilcox from Friday the 13th, not Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and 5, if you remember those, and also had Ashley Williams. I believe she was from The Human Centipede. So I can obviously be as biased as I want and say this was a perfect cult horror classic, but I can't. I'm not going to be. Just because I'm on the Big Vito brand, I can't just say it was perfect. But that's the beauty of low-budget indie type, so to speak. And I'd say, you know, it was re it was actually released in theaters, uh, AMC theaters. Uh, Vito was at a premiere of it down in Orlando at Disney Springs at the AMC theater down there. And he was signing autographs, looking spiffy with his gold shoes, his gold jacket, whatever he had on. My problem with the church it's not the campiness. It's not the cheesiness. It's not the low budget, whatever it costs to make, right? I get that. I like that. My buddy, Dirty Dave, he has a whole collection of VHS, DVDs, Blu-rays, you name it. And he's got a lot of underground type horror movies. He, he collects them all. He's going to get a copy of the church. My problem with it, if I had to really nitpick, because... You know, when you write a story like this and you're on low budget, your special effects are as generic as they can be. I'm fine with that, okay? What saved this movie was the characters. Bill Moseley played a reverend, a pastor, right? He is normally evil, and he played good. To me, brilliant casting. You had, you know, the big wrestler who is WWF. WCW, ECW, TNA, Big Vito LaGrasso, a man that wore a dress and wrestled. He was the, the brawn and the meat and the potatoes and the, you know, let me go find the tools to open the door. I thought it was perfect. I thought he was kind of comical, whether he was supposed to come across that way or not. I was entertained by Vito. Of course, Lisa Wilcox did her little scream queen thing. Uh, I kind of thought her character seemed out of place a little bit how it when they were all trapped in the church but you know it all came together nonetheless and then of course clint howard what was going on with the fireball but that's the beauty of it you know i could come out here and say this movie was a one out of five if it didn't have lisa wilcox big Vito, bill molesley ashley williams i would probably say that okay dom frank whoever the per the director was sorry, but that's the truth. But you went out and you got stars, at least stars from the rest, the wrestling business, from a Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger movie, from the Rob Zombie films, from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. You got 
the stars and you put it in this very indie movie and immediately I bump it to a three out of five. No matter how the story plays out, how cheesy the special effects are, it's a three out of five. And what that suggests is you got to see it. You're either going to really, really hate it or you're going to find some value and some love. It's got to be on your shelf and your DVD collection. That's why I give it a three out of five. Some people would say two and a half out of five. Again, that's my take on it. It's it's about it, you know, this church that's supposedly potentially being up for auction or could be, and some developers want to put their uh, new mall on there or whatever it is, shops, and they're telling, you know, they're going in, throwing bids at the church, giving money to the church, bribes, and saying, we'll, we'll build you a new church in a new location. And, of course, the spirits, the entity, uh, the higher powers, the evil, whatever it is. I, I don't think it was really devil-related, but the evil says otherwise. And I don't want to spoil the payoff because it was kind of cool. I, I kind of did really like the payoff. If they didn't do what they ended up doing, I could have been – I probably would have just refused to review, review the movie. But three out of five, my biggest complaint, and I probably already skipped over it and never told you what it was, PG-13. And I get that. that you keep the special effects low, budget low. You don't you use blood and stuff. I get that. Maybe we're hoping that it would hit some theaters and kids could come and see it. I remember my dad took me to rated R movies down the road. So I think if it was rated R, if you know they they did put a little more into the computer part of it, you know maybe put some blood and gore in it, you're probably talking a cult hit for years to come. I think this will hit a very niche fan base. Um, but the power, the name power, Bill Moseley fans will probably flock to it. Lisa Wilcox and Nightmare on Elm Street fans, Big Vito fans, and if anybody out there likes Clint Howard, it's it's unique. You know what I mean? There, there's movies we've watched, indie, underground, can't even sit through them. I watched this whole thing. So I just want to say a three out of five from me uh, is a very, 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 very good score. I mean, I give movies like The Avengers and Deadpool, you know, and, and Mission Impossibles, like four, four and a half, fives, right? Uh, so that's what you're up against. I, so to get a three out of a movie like this, I'm not just doing that because I'm on Vito's channel. The twist at the end is why I give it that. It saved the movie. Big Vito's comical so to speak serious comical role bill mosley is a pastor of the church those were what gave it to me some credibility if, if you take that type of stuff out of this movie it's a one out of five so sorry dom frank but you did well with your casting and i guess you knew what you were going for because it's what to me it's watchable if only one time through or maybe down the road if you see it on netflix or it's at the red box and you just need something you haven't seen before or, you know, or to watch again for some laughs with a group of people, the church is the way to go. Um, is it perfect by any means? Absolutely not. But I am part of the Big Vito brand and I like the addition of having uh, some different unique characters of different genres uh, in the in there. And, and Big Vito was a wrestler, you know, than all the other. Bill Mosley 
Lisa Wilcox, Ashley Williams, they're all from horror films for the most part. And then you did have your Clint Howard, Ron Howard's brother appeal. So one, two, three out of five. So that's The Church starring our very own Big Vito LaGrasso. Now, WWE Super Showtown. So I've obviously talked about this. I'm going to come right out on the Big Vito brand and say I gave it a B. I probably overrated it a little bit, but that's what I do here. Again, if I invest into something and I actually take my time to watch it, and then afterwards I'm not like pissing and moaning, such as the church, such as WWE Super Showdown, I'm probably going to give it a C plus or higher. You know what I mean? I'm like that. If if I don't like something, it immediately goes off, or you know, I probably don't even give it the time of day. I'm, I mean, you know what I mean? And then it's one out of five, two out of five, uh, or like an F. So Super Showdown, I give it a B. Uh, clearly, it was at another big venue, this time in Australia, in Melbourne. Uh, just a quick recap, I'm very surprised that they had uh, the Iconics, the hometown Iconics, and Buddy Murphy go over in their matches. Of course, the Iconics defeated Asuka and Naomi. I'm surprised they didn't pin Asuka at this point. The winner of the Royal Rumble, the female Royal Rumble, is buried. Shinsuke Nakamura, the U.S. champ, not even showing up on SmackDown, not even on this event. That just shows you what Vince McMahon thinks of Japanese talent. It's the truth. Sorry. The Iconics go over, of course, Naomi took the pin. And then Buddy Murphy surprisingly beat Cedric Alexander, who had pretty much won since WrestleMania. Of course, the hometown pop. Uh, the problem with the cruiserweight match, in my opinion, it went – there's too many false finishes and high spots. The Daniel Bryan and Miz match went three minutes, supposedly from time restraints. I don't know. If any match should have went three minutes, it should have been the cruiserweight match because three minutes in they did enough stuff where either one of those men should have been pinned one, two, three. How am I to believe that a guy 205, if Buddy Murphy's not weighs more than that, how am I to believe a 205 or less guy body can take more punishment than bigger guys like The Undertaker and Triple H? So obviously Daniel Bryan went over the Miz in that short match. It just it must something must have happened with time. Uh, Bryan now gets to go to face AJ Styles for the WWE title. Uh, the New Day retained like I thought they would. Uh, more pancakes for everybody. Sorry, Bar. Maybe the Usos will feud with the New Day again. They had some pretty good matches a year or two ago. Um, let's see. What else? Charlotte won by DQ, so Becky used the title to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. That feud will continue. Uh, you did have the uh, John Cena little gimmick match that him and Bobby Lashley versus Elias and Kevin Owens. At least Elias and Kevin Owens got to do their little thing in the ring because this match was set up for the hot tag for one John Cena who was – off of location, filming a movie with Jackie Chan, I think Project X in China, uh, was probably told not to get hurt, so he does nothing in the match except takes the hot tag, does his five moves of doom against the lot. Wait, sorry, six moves of doom. He did some punch finisher that has to be trolling the Smarks. I kind of like that. I like midlife crisis John Cena. But, of course, they had to go over. Uh, the Shield versus the Dogs of War. What the hell? That's stupid, right? Roman is the big dog. Why are these other dogs called the Dogs of War, right? Whatever. But the Shield did go over, of course. 
I did like that spot where Braun went to spear Ambrose and then Roman intercepted him and speared him through the barricade. Um, Roman's the universal champ. Seth is the IC champ. Neither title were on the line, but Ambrose got the pin. They're probably going to continue to tease the Ambrose breakup down the road, but maybe never do anything about it. Or they'll tease it long enough, but they'll keep the shield together to sell their merchandise. And then when they need something hot, Ambrose finally turns. As for the Dogs of War, Braun needs to be solo, especially if he's going to feud against Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns for their next big match. So therefore have McIntyre and Ziggler defend the tag champs championships of Raw and have them eventually lose and have them feud. Dolph Ziggler is the weak link. I know oh, it was Joe. I was going to say I'm forgetting matches. Joe jobs again. That's what Joe does. He gets there, but he can't quite make it all the way, right? It's like one last grasp to the brass ring, and then he falls. AJ Styles is the WWE champion. Uh, obviously, it's the mid-card main championship, right? Because Roman's got the universal title, which is on the A show. Um, he's on the cover of WWE 2K19 is AJ Styles. And I think they might have him break CM Punk's record. But, like, who cares at this point? Who cares? Who gives a crap? WWE about CM Punk's title reign, modern day title reign. Like if that's why you're keeping the belt on AJ, just doesn't make sense. Um, what other matches? I'm sure I'm missing a couple here. You know, and if I'm forgetting it, then it obviously wasn't too memorable. Um, I do want to talk about the main event, but let me talk. Let me take a break from Super Showdown for a second. One Chris Jericho made yet another surprise. A return or appearance in New Japan, and this time he attacked Evil. He came, Evil came out with a couple guys with masks on. Came out in a throne and like an evil dark type, you know, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness. And of course, he gets on the ring apron, and one of those guys was Jericho, gimmicked up, and Jericho beats the shit out of him. Has Chris Jericho not done more great, entertaining surprises and things in in the last twelve months since he started this New Japan kick? and he's promoting this cruise and went to all in. In the last 12 months, he's done more than WWE has in the same period of time creatively. But WWE stocks over $90 a share, and Vince McMahon is making money. So kudos again to Chris Jericho. You're awesome, man. Now, back to Super Showdown. And if I forgot something, again, my apologies, because... Maybe it just wasn't that memorable, but let's talk about the main event. And that was Triple H versus The Undertaker. Kane was in The Undertaker's corner, and HBK was in Triple H's corner. Kudos to HBK for that cowboy hat staying on his bald head for 80% of the match when he took hits and shots and fell down. I almost thought it was super glued on. But he finally got hit, and it fell off. Um, a lot of shenanigans in this. Uh, HBK and Triple H coming across as the heels which, again, it won't surprise me, and I'll tell you why. Um, but it, in the end, you know, and these guys were – Triple H and Taker were old. There was a botch on the outside, you know, where it went to be a back sunset flip or back body drop, and Triple H just slid off to the side, and they looked old and, and rusty. Um, there was a steel barricade there that was turned on its side, and a foot was sticking up, so maybe Trips was looking at it and just kind of said, fuck this, I'm not getting injured. But – Nonetheless, the story played out. Cheating, the sledgehammer got involved, several super kicks. Triple H went over. Uh, of course, it wasn't clean, but DX 
it's DX is back together with heel shenanigans and the brothers of destruction are the babies. And to me now, this is set up after the match, you know, triple H, the let's all hug. Let's all do the curtain call, whatever. Well, it was so obvious that Kane and Taker were going to do something and they did a couple spins around the ring. And then we got uh, triple H tombstone and then they choke slammed HBK onto a table on the outside. And this is now where the door will probably be open Taker will probably say, Sean, I want you to come back. I'm allowing you to come back because I want a piece of you. My brother, we want a piece of you and Triple H. And that's what's going to happen. DX first, the Brothers of Destruction, probably at Saudi Arabia because the Saudi princes, the oil moguls are going to pay for Brock Lesnar, Sean, Kane, Triple H, and everybody's happy. Oh, except the Smarks who will find ways to complain about everything. Imagine that. That's really all I wanted to talk about. This was more about the church and me giving it three out of five stars, which if you disagree with me after you see the movie and you absolutely don't like it and you think it's cringeworthy, well, shame on you. You don't know cult, horror, underground um, people. This had mainstream horror movie actors and a former professional wrestler in it and it actually played at the movie theaters amc so it got that far that's all i'm saying check it out it's worth it um you know i like to support the brand in any way i can uh, but i'm not going to be a total shill and come out and say oh that's a five out of five movie because big Vito was in it you know it's an honest opinion everybody knows i'm a horror fan uh, my buddy has like every movie whether it's indie or mainstream every version of every movie I have some myself. I got a cauldron behind me. I got a devil pumpkin behind me. I got a Army of Darkness Bruce Campbell shirt on. You, you know that I'm genuine and this is legit. So I am Virtue for another edition of Virtue's Brand of Wrestling. I believe number 22. And that's it. It's Monday night. I'm going to have to labor through Raw. Watch some Monday Night Football. I got fantasy implications on the line. I always love it. I'm doing pretty well overall on all my fantasy football leagues. You know you can tweet me at nodq underscore virtue, and we can continue this conversation. So for BigVito.com and the Big Vito brand, I am Virtue, and I will see you next week.